What's good, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Grown and Childish. Was Willie and I'm grown. I'm Kiki and I'm childish. I'm Willie and I'm childish. I'm Kiki and I'm grown. What's good, Kiki? How you doing? I'm fine. Guess what I did today? What you did today? Exercise. Good. That's good. Yes. I said, okay. You know how they say new year, new me, but it's really the same me, but trying to create better habits. There you go. There you go. Uh, I think I'm going to hit the gym after this myself. Uh, Today is leg day. Good old leg day. So. Okay. Hmm. Probably going to pass out if I get done, but yeah, 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 we're going to do this. You got it. So, you guys, nail roll. (laughs) (laughs) The question of today is, why don't relationships last, or should we say modern day or common day relationships? Why aren't they seeming not to last as long? As the previous generations or back in the this day? Hmm. Okay. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? Um I guess I can I can start. Okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. So one of the things that I was thinking about, I was actually <laughs> talking to one of my coworkers a couple weeks back and he made a really good point. I'm going to give him his credit. Um, he used the keyword blueprint. Mm. He talked about a blueprint and he compared um, I was born and raised in America so African American woman he compared it to like Haitian black women, Jamaican black women and Hispanic <clears throat> women. And he was basically saying how those, the people who I just listed from those communities, they have their own culture, customs. And he was like, over here in America, now he's talking more mainly about us black women, but he was saying how we don't have a blueprint. Like a lot of us come from broken families. And those mm-hmm. cultures, their parents are either together or they have like a guideline for them. But this the man role and this the woman role. And they see how their mom and dad interact with each other. Or they see how a woman's supposed to be in a relationship and how the man's supposed to be. And basically how, you know, the roles, the little traditional roles. And over mm-hmm. here... We just figuring it out. And I think that go both ways because the men who don't Mm -hmm. have a father figure, they basically figuring it out. And women, we figuring it out. And or our moms who were single mothers, we see them getting everything done or being strong. You know how they say the black women always trying to have to be strong or whatever. And they teach us how to be go-getters and be independent and not rely depend on a man and um he was saying like so when you meet when you actually get with a partner it's like bumping heads and you Mm. know what i sat there and thought about that and i said that's that's true in a lot of cases 
That's true. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring that to the table because I was like, okay, I um actually agree with that. And um, I also feel like communication, like communication is definitely important. Like I feel like a lot of us, we don't realize how important it is to actually, it's hard for us to like talk and express ourselves in a healthy way mm-hmm. without yelling and screaming and calling names or mm-hmm. internalizing, not saying nothing and letting stuff build up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could shoot a text or write something sometimes. It's like communicating in a healthy way or sometimes one, the other person might do something that hurt you. You might not say that and pretend that you might not, you might hold it in, not say anything. Mm-hmm. So I think um communication and, you know, the other basic stuff too, finances, it's other contributing factors, but those were just like two that popped up in my head. Okay. That is uh <clears throat> Oh, and submission. Submission do go submission go both ways. Sorry. To, mm. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Off, but um, No, you're good. You're fine. Missing this and I know that's another thing. I guess that go into the whole relationship blueprint blueprint in the traditional roles, but um mm-hmm. submission goes both ways because sometimes when in a relationship the woman might be better in something and the man could like like oh, okay boo let me listen or whatever but mm-hmm. um yeah those like some that i'm thinking of off top go ahead sorry Willie. no no you good you good i actually agree um i do think the blueprint uh, a lot of us as your co-worker stated we don't have role models so we didn't see um we didn't see these things growing up. So as we're navigating into the real world, you know, we're trying to figure things out on our own. We don't necessarily know because it wasn't taught to us. Um, I also do agree on the submission, but just to elaborate a little bit more on that, I think, and especially when it comes to men and women, I think a lot of men look for women who they say, I want a woman who will submit, but in actuality, they want somebody who's subservient. And I don't think people in our age group and younger understand the difference. And sometimes even older, they don't understand the difference between submission and subservient. Being subservient means you blindly submit to somebody. You do whatever they say, how they say it, when they say it, how they want. It is a blind submission. Submission is giving somebody the permission to lead you until something comes up or you have a, you know, we can say, oh, I don't like that. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. Submission is something that can be given and taken away. Subservancy is just blind submission. It's like basically being a slave to somebody. So mm-hmm. I think our generation doesn't understand the true definition of submission first and foremost. And you are correct, Kiki. It does go both ways. There may be some areas where a woman is better at than a man. And a man should be comfortable enough to say, if I'm not good at this, all right, you know, teach me, show me. It could be something with your finances. It could be something as simple as, you know, how to fold a folding sheet, you know, something like that, like or cleaning the kitchen or something like that. Let us show you how to do it or checking your blood pressure. Because most men, we don't go to the doctors and stuff like that. Let us show you how to do it, bro. It may save your life. (laughs) So I do think there's one more missing element in why relationships don't last. Why sometimes they don't even necessarily, uh, excuse me. There's a missing element in why relationships don't last and why don't they don't even sometimes start. 
And I think it's from what is now what we have titled it as toxic culture. We are the toxic culture generation. And I think, in my opinion, toxic culture is something that has been birthed through trauma. For me, the past relationships with other significant others, um, parents, um, family members, friendships. I think toxic culture is birthed from trauma. And that trauma from the past relationships with whoever, mainly relationships, but sometimes that could come from parents. But instead of saying, hey, you know, I've been hurt. I went through this. Somebody did this to me. Could you please not do that again? We would rather go out and just say, because of toxic culture, we will go out and say, hey, no, I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me. Or I'm going to get you in line before you try to hurt me or get me in line. So because of toxic culture, it turns into a competition instead of relationship. And relationships are technically, in essence, should be partnerships. You should be able to come to your relationship, a relationship you should be able to come to your partner and be able to like rest and recharge and breathe. But if you're coming in a relationship with your guard up all the time, then it's not going to last. It's not going to last. It's, it's pretty much, in essence, it's like you're coming into somebody or somebody who wants love or both of y'all are coming into something where you should be, be able to love and learn from each other, lean on each other. You're coming in there with some gloves on looking for a fight or coming in there like a gladiator. And it shouldn't be that way. Like, no, seriously, it shouldn't be that way. Um, just speaking for me and some, I'm just speaking from a male perspective. I can't tell how many times I had other, you know, homeboys and stuff like that listen to me and they'll sit there and go one through the Z, uh, excuse me, well, I say one through Z, I said that, I, I did say that, uh, go one through 10, A through Z, that's why I say one through Z, uh, go one through Z uh, on why they woman ain't doing this or what she ain't doing and this, that, and whatever, and all that's going on. I'm like, well, okay, that's cool, but what you do, you need to work on. <laughs> You might got some stuff you need to work on in a relationship as well, too. You wanted her to get herself together to make it good for you. Why won't you do it for them? And lastly, and I'm, I'm you know, because I can, I, can li- I can literally rant on this forever. I feel like sometimes we look for, we are imperfect people who look for people to perfectly love us for our imperfections. That's something I, I kind of say. I feel like we want people who will... We want people who fit us all the time and not understanding that relationship requires some growth and some understanding that give and take. And sometimes in order to be with somebody who's, you know, you have to do some growing on the inside. Like you have to be comfortable in growth and comfortable in vulnerability too. That's another thing. Yeah, I'm about to grandpa rent right now. But you also have to be comfortable in vulnerability as well. Like you have to open yourself up or it, it won't, it won't, it won't last. You're basically, I don't know, man. It's just like you're basically, you're basically wasting time, pretty much. So, yeah. All right, um, rant over. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And you know what? Being vulnerable is very hard. I won't say comfortable, but I guess be willing to like. I want to say face your fears or try to work through it because being vulnerable is not easy, especially when you've been like burnt yeah. in the past, you know? Yeah. So, but you, you um, are correct. Not, not to cut you off. You are correct. But being vulnerable is not easy. However, 
you do not get to your full potential or get to the thing that you want the most. You will not get there unless you are vulnerable. You won't. I, I, I reference it like a plant. If I grew a palm tree, if I planted a palm tree, excuse me, if I planted a palm tree, one palm tree in a vase inside the house and I plant another one outside, which one you think going to grow bigger? I'm asking you, it's, it's a question I'm asking you, which, which, which tree you think is going to grow the most? You said if you, if you if, planted a if palm I planted, tree. If I planted one palm tree in a vase and I kept it inside the house, but if I kept, I planted another palm tree outside in the backyard, which one you think is going to grow the most? Oh, obviously the one that's getting the more light and vitamin D and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's more vulnerable. Now, the one that's been planted outside is also going to go through more elements of the weather. So it's going to get rained on. It's probably going to get hit by hurricanes. Um, It's going to probably get hit by lightning. Yeah, stuff going to happen to it because it's more vulnerable to the elements outside. But it grows to its height. It's better. It's more potential versus the one that's comfortable inside the house, protected all the time. Hey, if you put that by a window still. Okay, that's fine. It's going to grow a little bit bigger. But it still won't grow as much as the one that's been planted outside. That's you true, have that. to be vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable. You saying taking the risk, taking the risk. You have to. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and I also agree. Like, um, people say, like, you know, mm, about like being single and finding themselves and stuff like that for growth, mm-hmm. and yada yada yada. And I'm like, healing, mm-hmm. it is good to like heal. Like if you actually doing stuff to like grow oh, spiritually sure. and if you like seeing a counselor, like getting therapy to try to like learn more about yourself, I, I do think it is a good time frame for healing. But I also feel like, and this kind of made me think about when you're talking about like those trials mm-hmm. of being vulnerable is... um. Because people be like, well, I'm not going to date or go in a relationship. If you're taking like some time to heal, like I feel like that's good. But I also feel like not dating and is not necessarily the answer either because mm-hmm. you're going to continue to grow and learn when you date or go through other experience with other people. You're going right. to learn more about yourself. Like mm-hmm. I was with someone for a long time and then after that relationship ended I dated someone else and I learned more about myself after you know experience between that after that long term relationship like hey okay maybe some of that stuff like it made me realize maybe some stuff that that um, past person said is true maybe I should focus more on this or so Mm -hmm. and so like it was like more of an eye opener so, yeah, mm. I agree. Like, it's some time for healing is good. But saying, like, oh, I'm not going to date at all and just focus on me, 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 I don't think that's, like, a foolproof approach or 100% correct either. I, I don't. I agree with you to an extent on that. It depends on what you've actually been through, though. Because you understand, once again, healing is is different for everybody. So it depends on what you've been through. Okay. Yeah, like if it's like abuse or something. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. It depends on what you have been. Okay, through. yeah, that's what I was getting into. Like, that's if you, true. yeah, if you've been through something like traumatic like that, you do need to yeah. be by yourself. You do need some time to heal and process from that. But I do agree with you. Being being locked up or trying to like just block that off or always running 
or self sab I call it. It's it's it's. I'm, you know, I'm use myself as a reference in this. Isolating yourself. Isolating, self sabotaging. You can't self sabotage. You know, when a good opportunity comes by, because you you are in essence, you you're trying to protect yourself. You know, but you you don't you once again you will not grow to your full potential if you don't be vulnerable. Like you don't. I had to learn that lesson on my own. I know people who need to learn that lesson. Actually, like you, some people I know, you need to just be vulnerable <laughs> and open yourself up because this is what you're doing, isn't it? And to your point, some people, they won't date anybody, but they'll make sure they have a lot of options because options won't hurt you. So it's okay for me to have, and this is men and women. This ain't just one or the other. I know men and women like this. I used to be a person like that. I'm just going to be transparent. I used to duck relationships as long as I had options. I always had my options. So I could, you know, sleep with this person here, sleep with that person there, do what I want to do, go hang out. Maybe I do feel like going on a date. Hey, what you doing? All right, let's go out there. Let's have a drink and a meal and stuff on me. But I never would commit to anything because, you know, committing set myself up and being hurt. And I didn't want that. I want to have options. But you have to get to a point. Well, first of all, you have to get to a point where options, you know, (laughs) options may seem fun at a certain point. But you get to a point where that drains you out and you want something with substance. So you miss out on stuff when, when you're chasing options. It's like you miss out on something on something solid. A reference is like this. Either you can have the candy all the time, which is cool. Candy is sweet. Everybody likes candy. Everybody likes chocolate or gummy bears or whatever like that. All that's cool. Or you can get some soul food, something that's just going to stick to you, as the old folks would say. Grandma Sunday dinner with the, the greens and the cabbage and the smothered pork chops and the biscuits and the homemade cornbread. So what do you want? Do you want something solid or do you want something that's temporary? Or do you just want several options? And, but in our generation, it's cool to have options. Like we we made it, once again, that reference back to toxic culture. We made it cool to have options. Like, yeah, look at all this. I got all these niggas. I got all these bitches. You know, we made it cool to have options. But at the end of the day, man, that stuff, don't. That, it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If you're trying to, if your objective is one day I want to have a family, and set it down with the house, you have to. You have to. Mm-hmm. But you can't be afraid. So like, you have to get yourself vulnerable. You have to give it a chance and give it a chance and give it a chance. Heal on what you need to heal on. But in that process, you know, give it another chance with somebody. If somebody who's coming along seems very sincere and they want to, you know, actually, you know, make it work with you. And especially if they know what you've been through and they're willing to protect you, you know, say, well, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to do what that last person did. And a lot of people say that, but their actions lines up with their words. Give it another chance. Yeah. And I just thought about what you said with the options. I guess that's kind of like a little, <laughs> like a little distraction. Like we were saying, those little options. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mean in that situation when I was saying, I was just saying, like, get out there and meet new people and don't just isolate yourself. But that was a good right. point you made as well regarding options. But I'm talking about, I'm trying to come up with some healthy ways. <laughs> no, you, yeah, yeah, but everybody, everybody's not going to do it, you know, the healthy way, though. You know what I mean? Everybody's not going to 
everybody's not going to do it that way. So that's why I'm like, I, I, I'm speaking on the terms of people who prefer to have options. Like it's a spectrum. Yeah. Either some people are not going to do anything at all and they're just going to keep themselves reserved or somebody's going to go out there and just like, well, I'm going to just go out here and just be butt wild and just have plenty of options and do all that. And, See, the more relationships you know, that's not lasting because you have plenty of options and you ain't telling the other person that they just a little bling bling and they thinking it's real. Well, that's true too. That's how people wind up getting hurt. So, yeah, it is. That go back to communication. If you're going to have mm-hmm. options, communicate with the other person so they know what's up. That's another way, like, relationships don't last or whatnot. Of people get hurt because they right. thinking that it's something that is not right. But okay, interesting. Hmm. So how do you? Let me ask you this question then. How you know we always like to spin this back on mental health. How do you think we can get people to? How can relationships last longer? Like how how can they like? What steps do you think from a mental health standpoint that people need to do? I know you said you have to be open into, you know, like go date other people, you know, but what are some other ways, especially if you've been through something like traumatic? You mean if they already in a relationship? Yeah. If they already in a relationship or they're looking to get into one. If they already in a relationship, I would really say like communication if they marry or even if because in the past at my last job if you in like a long-term relationship counseling practicing communication techniques i statement reflective listening and not play play listening like listening just to respond like really try to listen and hear your partner out if y'all gotta have a little notebook that y'all pass back and forth with responses do that um i'm definitely for the like the counseling meeting up with um someone try to keep and you know what if you have like a counselor or something try not to have too many people in your relationship like too many outside voices mm-hmm. i ain't gonna go too deep in that but i think that's something relationships and for people who like looking to get into a relationship i guess just all the i don't want to say all the basic stuff but like come on during the pandemic it's definitely online ig practically a dating app because people be in dms on ig (laughs) um oh you know what i was gonna say like going out and stuff, hanging out with your friends, but even like meetup, that's not a dating app, but you can actually like go on there and meet people. Like I was about to say like-minded people, like they actually have groups where if you want to like learn, oh, I want to take a Spanish class. Oh, I want to learn sign language. Oh, I want to learn Spanish. Oh, I want to go to this church group. Oh, I want to meet up with these people for this business class. Oh, I want to meet up with these people to go sightsee, let's go walk on this trail. It's a good spiritual thing to do. Da, da, da. They have like a lot of interesting stuff on there. And I did a couple of those and um met like people 
not not to like date, but you they also have like dating things on dating groups on there too. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying to like get out there, try to like try something different. That's another thing. If you want to get a different result, I'm not even gonna try to quote that saying. It's like I can't even off top that little that little quote. But try mm-hmm. something different. Maybe try something that you ain't done before. It don't have to be big, outrageous, but like something that's a little different that you never try, and you might actually like the results that you get. Well, I don't know about the meetup app. I look, look, look. I talked to somebody who wants to meet up app, and it was just, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Oh, I'm and, like, for real? Yeah. They have some good no, things. no, no. We no, we did. She was cool. She just I am gonna say that she has to go through her own um healing process and put it like that. So we'll leave it at that. But that was like year that's been years ago since now. So that like way, way years ago. Um everything you said is correct though. Uh, I really feel like me personally, I think you should go to your local uh, Catholic church and go get it, uh, exor- uh, you know, get that demon out of it. No, I'm just kidding. Once again, I'm like, um, <laughs> get that demon. No, out I'm you. kidding. Some mm, of y'all, the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. No, <laughs> and when you get out of that relationship with that ex, you be like, man, yo, you was a darn demon. I should have. Uh, yeah. But you know, you, what you should do, is you should look at your past relationships like this. You should look at them as yes. I mean, you you know, look at the look at the good that happened from it. Look like at the things that you know you want in future relationships, not from that person, just in relationships. Let me clarify. But also take a look at it and look at some of the things that you don't like, and make those things your standard. You know, like hey, I don't, I didn't like this. I didn't like when this person made me feel like this. Now, I also feel like there should be like people should also take a look at their insecurities and try to get some of those in check before they get in relationships. Because then when you do that, if you don't do that, you start projecting your insecurities on other people. And that's not OK. Like you that's the part where you should, you know, heal on your own. You try to get that together before you get another relationships. Um, but in order to make them last, like Kiki said, you should communicate. You should be open to communicating. Um, if you whatever, sorry. I just wanted to jump in and say that when you said look at past relationships, I was gonna say look for patterns. Yeah, no, that yes, Kiki is correct. Look for patterns, Um, like whatever happened in those past relationships. Like what, what? Because sometimes you can leave a person say, "I ain't gonna never do that again. I ain't gonna never be with that particular person again." Then you wind up being with somebody who was just like that, or maybe even worse than that particular individual. So, what is the patterns? And it could be. You can, and honestly, you can go, you know, this is your lifestyle. You can jump from dating men to dating women or whatever and still find the same person <laughs> because you you keep getting attracted to that that type of individual. That particular personality. Unless you heal certain things about yourself, you're going to keep running back to that particular individual. I don't care if you start dating women or whatever you start doing, whatever. Or you date with whatever, you're gonna keep chasing that, you're gonna keep falling in love with that particular individual because you have not healed what's inside of you yet. So as Kiki said, or as, as I stated as well, looking for certain patterns, things that you know you do want to you know be with and stuff that you don't want to be with. Learn how to communicate. 
be open, be vulnerable. Once again, this person cares about you. This is a relationship. You know, they're going to do stuff that's going to make you mad sometimes. You're going to want to bop them upside the head. I'm pretty sure they're going to want to pop you upside the head. Um, they may do, say something that make you sad, not intentionally, but we're human. We all have emotions and we sometimes do things, but we don't intentionally do that. But a person who truly cares about you is not going to intentionally hurt you. They may disappoint you. They may make you mad sometimes. Um, they may make you sad because you thought they was going to do this and they didn't do it, you know, because they made them. They're going to make mistakes, not cheat on you mistakes, but, you know, mistakes like, you know, get you the wrong gift or something like that. But they're not going to intentionally hurt you. But if you communicate, open yourself up, make you vulnerable. Um, and if back to the communication, if, if y'all have to, like, you know, communicate every once a week, I have a date night once a week where y'all kind of just, you know, vent to each other, you know, do things like that. And if you're looking to get in a relationship, you know, like I said, heal the insecurities about yourself. Um, take a look at the things that, as I stated earlier, the things that you don't like in relationships, in your past relationships, and make sure that you look for those things in another person. Um, and overall, just heal, man. Just just heal. Just grow, heal, and love. That's that's At the end of the day, that's what it is. That's how you become the best version of yourself, and you commit to being the best version of yourself daily. I know some people say, well, I'm not going to get in a relationship until I'm the best version of myself. Well, what are you doing daily to get to that point? That what are you part. doing daily to get to that point? Is it, are you out there just playing video games or buying jewelry or, you know, looking at TikToks or putting on makeup and doing TikToks? Or are you actually committed to that? Which all that stuff is cool if you do that, if you like to do that. I'm not knocking that. But are you making daily choices to commit to that? Like, what are you doing on a daily process to get yourself to a better place mentally to get there? So that's my two cents. Snap. Not are you snapping? <laughs> yeah. I'm like the Adams family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do like the Adams family. Definitely love new wind. I'd love well, I'm about to go way off topic right now. Have you seen the new, the Wendy? The Wednesday thing. Have you seen that? Is yeah. it good? I haven't looked at it yet. I loved it. I actually did a review on it. I love that show. It's by uh-huh. um what's his name? Tim Burton directed. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty dark. Tim Burton kind of uh, scared me. Okay. But it, but it kind of reminded me like a golf mixed version of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Well, the school, just in the school aspect, because it was like the different little cliques. It's good. I loved it. I love stuff like that. But I figured I would like it. I love stuff that's like that. Well, you're a little out there. You know what? Yeah. How about I be like Wednesday and put a spell on you? See, and that is. That is. That no, is. That's that's a little that joke. is. Once again, Mrs. Bamboo Sticks and no, lemon I, water with salt. No, I actually thought about you because Wednesday. I oh, love. Nah, here we go. No, somebody was picking on her brother. Spoiler alert, mm-hmm. y'all. Just only two seconds of it though. Somebody was bullying her brother, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, y'all not gonna play with my brother like that." She didn't say mm-hmm. that, but that's what she was like. And so, just she waited till the guy was swimming in the pool with the little swim team. Guess what? What? She put piranhas in there, and guess what? The man lost a ball. 
They told him up. That jump right up your alley, huh? Ooh, nah, he deserved it. He... <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> you oh let him know it's true. And not... That's what it's behind. Yeah, I can see you right now. I know you laughed when you saw that, too, because I know you. Yeah, I did, but I was and like, see, exactly. get him. I was like, get him. No, and he deserved it. You don't play with people like that. Nah. You don't play with people like that. But anyways, y'all, thanks for tuning in to Grown and Childish. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all on the next episode, everybody. Bye.